Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Hello, my love. Hello, sweetheart. How in the bloody hell are ya? Yeah, look, she's doing all right today. Yeah, you look good. Thank you. I'm feeling fresh. Had a great night's sleep, you know, didn't drink last night. Oh, yeah, well... Which is a Friday night, if anyone cares to know, which is, you know, good for me. I did have a couple last night. Yes, you did. And was getting the texts from my wife (laughs) at work (laughs) saying, don't you dare please be too hungover to record tomorrow. And here I am, bright as a button, bushy-tailed, ready for action. I must really instill fear in people because... Mitch messaged me last night just being like, hey, just letting you know, I'm just having a couple of drinks, but, you know, it's like the he must have just got the guilt, like, oh, I better let him know. And then every extra drink that I had, I said, oh, Adrian's going to be really mad at me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then this morning I get it. No, then before I went to sleep, actually, I did say to you, I said, no worries, have fun. Just remember, big day tomorrow, mm. we're launching a new episode style, mm. need to be on our A-game. You're like, yep, no worries. Then I wake up this morning to a message, morning, just letting you know I'm awake and feeling great and can't wait to seize the day. I was like, <laughs> thanks for the check-in. Like, fuck me. Oh, I'm out of trouble. Don't worry, listeners. <laughs> He's like wiping the sweat off his brow. <laughs> anyway, sorry for those of you who are wondering. Who the scaredy cat is and who the hard ass is. <laughs> The hard ass is me. My name is Age. And I'm Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. And that's right. We are launching a new episode style. Did you just say that's right to yourself? <laughs> yes, I did. Because funnily enough, there's no one else in this room to talk to but you. So Yeah, okay. Um, no, we are launching a new episode style today, which we're super excited about. Well, we're going to get into that in a second. But before we get there, Mitchell, for everyone at home, how was your week, darling girl? I just have one thing from my week that I want to just share with you that happened to me last night. George. So I was waiting for a tram, minding my own business, Yeah. when out of really left of field, a sporting reference, if you will, mm-hmm. a man from my past just sort of blew up to me. Yes. We have spoken about him on the show previously, if you recall. He was the one with the giant block tower that I hooked up with one time. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, can't remember which episode it's in, but there, yeah, for everyone playing at home... Mitch went and had sexual relations with a boy who had built like a giant Jenga block at the end of his bed. And by giant, I mean like normal size Jenga blocks, but the tower was taller than me. Yeah. We have a photo somewhere we've posted before. We'd maybe try to find it, but yes, it was huge. We'll get it up. Anyway, so he comes running up to me and he goes, oh my God, Mitch. What should we call him? Oh, I can't remember his old name from the first episode. Probably just Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, Jeffrey. And he said, oh, my God, I just needed to come and say goodbye to you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, why? <laughs> I haven't spoken to this man in probably a year, just yeah. for context. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm moving to Canada tomorrow for three years, and I just wanted to say goodbye. <laughs> so my thing with this story is... Do you think when he was like, oh, I just need to say goodbye. Does he know you catch that tram? Was he (laughs) waiting there like, oh, I know. I've really got to say bye. So I'm just going to wait here because he'll come here. Like, I don't know. And that's what I was kind of wondering during the whole interaction. (laughs) I'm confused. And then before I got a chance to ask, I was like, oh, well, obviously sad that you're leaving, but congrats on the move. (laughs) And he was like just running away saying, yeah, if you're ever in Canada, You've got a friend. And that was the last I ever heard of him. I wonder, does he dismantle the Jenga block tower to bring with him to Canada, then rebuild? Or 
I was thinking it's a lot of suitcases to get all those blocks to Canada. Do you think maybe he freezes the tower in some sort of glass capsule so and just tra- you know pays to ship it over? Well, he's going he's- for three years. You could snail mail it for sure. Yeah, true. Just, you know, you don't need that in a hurry, do you? Six months without his blocks, though, <laughs> could be an issue. However, will he slay the puss without the blocks? That's how he gets people into bed. That's it. It worked for me. Anyway, um, how was your week? My week's been good. Um, I guess in the theme of like the last 24 hours, uh, I went shopping last night. Mm-hmm. and Good for I, you. Thank you. Little yeah, shop. Yeah, I just had a couple of bits and bobs to get. And <laughs> I... Milk and eggs? Don't know. No, we're talking like shopping centre shop. No, I know, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. And... I don't know why, but I was just in like, if there was like a movie about a clumsy person, it would mm. have been me last okay. night. Sure. I don't know who this character was, but I was a klutz. <laughs> Everywhere I went, I had AirPods in. Yeah. I was also carrying a lot of items. I didn't actually bring my like bum bag that I usually have. So I had like, was carrying phone keys, whatever. Don't have pockets. Probably first mistake. Oh, no pockets. Then I bought a couple of you things. You need to stop buying women's jeans. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. And then... I just like, and I had like a drink and then I went into the store and I was on the phone to someone and the sales assistant starts talking to me and I was like on the phone, so like went to take an AirPod up and then like dropped the AirPod on the floor. Then I turned to like pick up, <laughs> pick up the AirPod and doing so my fat ass just hits like <laughs> this stand of hats that just tip over. Mm. Then the sales assistant's continuing to talk to me. Then the person I was on the phone with has hung up on me because they've realised that I'm now not responding. Yeah, right. Then I tapped my other AirPod, which then started playing music in my <laughs> ear. Then the drink spilled on the floor. God. Like I'm talking like it was a scene and I was like mortified. And then at the end I had to pretend to keep shopping for this fucking hat that I was holding. Oh, you didn't leave the store. Well, he was like, well, do you want like, and then like he was trying to continue the sales interaction and I was like, just You're like, just browsing. I was like, I'm fine. I was like, (laughs) this person's going to think I'm on fucking crack, like some psychopath. Anyway, so that happened to me last night and then I got home. It was pelting down rain. Oh, wasn't it? Had my new shopping bags, whatever, and got out of the car, stepped straight into a puddle. Mm. Insult to injury at that point, really. To the point where both my feet were submerged in the water and... Like, my runners have are made of, like, a mesh. So, basically, it was just, like, my socks straight in, essentially. Yeah. Walk in the door, slip over at the doorstep in this rain. Zara, I bought something from Zara. They ha- use fucking paper bags. So, this paper bag was torn to shreds. So, my new top had been fallen in the pu- in the puddle at the door oh as well. Like, God. it was a scene. It Fuck. was a scene. Anyway, so that's just... You need to be wearing a GoPro. I need a bubble around me <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Rapper in bubble wrap. Yeah, I need it. Anyway, I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know. Some demon has possessed me last night. It was the Butterfinger demon. I don't know what was wrong with me, but that was last night. But no, more um, recently, this morning, actually, I was just filling out petrol on the way to the studio. Look over at the pump. Who should be there? But none other than the absolute legend, Miss Kate Lambrook. Ah. And we just sort of like gazed eyes at the pump, looked at each other, and I thought, just yelled out and said, oh, another morning on the mics. Hey, girl. (laughs) You did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I really wanted to say something. Oh, I was like... Imagine I'm... if you'd said that and she would have just said, mm-hmm. And probably... Fuck off. <laughs> got into her car, pump still in the hole. <laughs> drive away. <laughs> Top speed. No, and then we both went inside to pay and we were just kind of both standing next to each other. And like, because the person in front was taking ages. I really wanted to just turn and be like, love your work, Katie. That mm. was like on the tip of my tongue. Mm. I wanted to just be like, love your work, Katie. Huge fan. Yeah. As I walked out, like, and just kind of play it cool. Yeah. But then I just thought, she probably doesn't want me to say that. Probably not. So I didn't. Okay. Out of respect to Katie. But if you're listening, like, love your work. 
She probably is. Huge fan. <laughs> See you at the next pump. Do you live local? <laughs> See you at the next pump. <laughs> um, and tell me, what was your Google this week? So my Google this week actually comes from my housemate. Okay. So I said to her late one night, oh, have one of those apples. We've got these gorgeous apples that we could have picked from a vineyard. As you do. Yeah. I said, have an apple. for all. They're actually fucking stunning. They've come from like this nice vineyard, blah, 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 organic. And she was like, oh, you can't have an apple at this time. We'll give you nightmares. (laughs) It was like 9.30 at night. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I Googled it. Do apples give you nightmares? Mm. Turns out they don't. (laughs) But (laughs) Shock horror. They increase, apparently, um, they just get like the neurons firing in your brain. Mm. And that can keep your brain more stimulated i guess during that REM period of sleep which then can affect your dreams so i guess if you're a possessed demon then you might have nightmares or you could have beautiful dreams i just would like to know the context of when she's been told in her life and how many times that you can't have an apple past 7 p.m 100 <laughs> percent. that's what i said. I said who the fuck told you that nonsense <laughs> she was like oh no it's just like just everyone knows that like that's just always been a thing you don't have apples at night they'll give you nightmares god i was like that's something that your old granny or someone sent to you mm. once and stuck with you yeah well they do Grannies are so wise. Yeah, yeah, they are. Now, Mitchell, what was your Google? My Google was, can you add frequent flyer miles to an existing Qantas booking? And the answer to that is? Yes, which is lucky for you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know Adrian, if you're a first-time listener, because everyone else would, he can be quite frenetic. And he was booking us flights to go to Sydney for his birthday in a couple of months. And I said, I want to fly Qantas. Didn't articulate that was because mostly I want the points because that's where my frequent flyers are. No, fuck off. You said, oh, can we fly Qantas? Because every other airline always stuffs me around, like trying to fucking do a sob story about (laughs) that. Yeah, I wanted the points, okay? And then you were like, no, we're flying Virgin. We're doing this. I'm going to work it out. I'll let you know the flights that are booked. And then you just messaged me saying, good news, babe. We've booked the Qantas flights. And the first thing I said was, well, you don't have my frequent flyer number. Yeah. He was like, oh, I wish I'd known. I would have given you my number. And I was like, thank you is usually the words that people say when someone's done a favour like that for you. No, I'm chasing silver status here. Fucking dumb cunt. Anyway, so the answer to that, which I said, well, we'll just add them after. And you're like, I don't think we can. Obviously, you were Googling in the background, were you? <laughs> I was, and we can, and we could, and now everything's fine, and we're still getting along. Sent in the little screenshot saying, here's your stupid points. Shove them up your ass. Fucking loser. <laughs> See you in Sydney. <laughs> well, it's time for the main event. We're going into battle. Ding, ding, ding. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> So we actually had this idea for this app because a few people kind of just asked us to do it. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I mean, the thing about Mitch and I, we're polar opposites, but often we align with a lot of our thoughts. Yeah. But when we don't, we really don't. Mm. And that's the good shit. Mm, That is the good (laughs) shit. So we've decided to do this battle episode where we've picked opposing teams of some kind of topic and we're just going to basically battle it out to see who reigns supreme yeah we've you know found a couple things that we don't align on and now we're going to bring it to your ears basically Mm. so for those of you wondering if you haven't read the title of this episode what today's battle is going to be about i'm not sure if you recall 
the end of the telephone music video that said to be continued. <laughs> That's this. This is it. They're in the they're in the hot seat tonight. So I guess we went straight to the uh the classics. The the female eleganza that is pop culture, <laughs> Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah. So I today will be representing the beehive, mm. the queen herself, Miss Baychella. <laughs> Shall I go on? Please don't. Beyonce, Giselle, Carter, Knowles. And I am representing the one and only Mother Monster, Gaga. Mm. Mm. So we've decided to break it down into some categories that we're going to run through and basically, I guess, prove our case and let the listeners decide who reigns supreme. That's right. This is all over. So the game plan here, guys, is this is the time that if you haven't liked, subscribed or followed, please do that right now on the platform you're listening on and then head to our Instagram page at Message on the Machine because we will be throwing to you guys to get your feedback on who is actually the winner here at the end of all of this. So head there now so you don't miss out. I feel like Gaga has an unfair advantage, though, because people just like me more. Well, honey... The proof's in the stats. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Don't fucking come up in here. You'll be, I'll be the best thing you never had <laughs> oh, by please. the end of this. Come on, settle down. So let's get cracking. Beyonce for president. Okay, we'll see. First thing we're going to cover, makes a lot of sense, is the music. Do you want to oh, kick it off? Girl, when we talk about the music, mm. there is no other than okay. B herself. And let me tell you why. Please do. I'm going to hit you with the hardest facts okay. <laughs> that I've got written in my notes sure. straight off the bat. Beyonce Knowles has been nominated for 79 Grammys and has won 29 of them. Okay. Just process that. Mm. Now, she's actually broken the record for the most Grammy nominations for a female artist in history. Mm. I just don't know if you can come back from that from a music standpoint. See, my thing with award shows is that it's all very subjective. Often a favouritism contest and doesn't really have any standing in actual music ability. My question to you would be, does Beyonce play any instruments? Uh, Yeah, have you heard her pipes? (laughs) That does not count. Her pipes, babes, those vocal cords could put... Hairs in the back of the Everyone neck. can sing dull. No, not me. I would like sure. to just for the record let you know that Gaga plays piano, acoustic guitar, drums, and a guitar, which I had to look up what it was, was but she you... plays. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell me what a guitar is. It's pretty much what it says on the tin. A keyboard and guitar in one. Fuck yeah. Fuck. That's talent. That's trying too hard, if you oh. ask me. Please. Just stick to one thing and perfect it. If there's anything that's trying too hard, it's winning Grammys. Just relax. She doesn't try. She just rocks up <laughs> and they throw them at her. Did you see her? She needs a trolley to walk out of that fucking awards night. She can't carry them all. I don't know why you're sitting here defending the Grammys. They're not on trial. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Another thing that I think Beyonce should be noted for in this space mm. is she was the first ever artist to create a visual album. Okay. Now... I'm sorry, but that is conceptual. That is out of the box. That is taking music to the next level. You know, gone are the days where you just have to listen to music. You can actually watch it as well. Do you think maybe she thought, oh, I need to create some visuals because my music is not going to stand alone? <laughs> Do you think Lady Gaga's music stands on its own? Absolutely. Can I've never pl- seen a music video. Tell me why. Um, I would have to say because unlike Beyonce, Gaga actually writes the music that she sings herself. Well, do we know that that's true about Beyonce? Yes. 
We do. I don't know if we do. She's That's... actually said it herself. Great. Well, you know what? When you've got such a beautiful pipes, <laughs> that doesn't really matter. No. See, for me, I just feel like an artist yeah. is someone with something to say. Mm-hmm. Gaga sits down with her notepad, decides how she's feeling, <laughs> yeah. turns it into a melody, and then turns it into a blockbuster, and then presents it to her adoring fans. And I just don't feel like Beyonce really is doing that if someone else is writing her material for her. Yeah. Okay. Point taken. I think when I hear that, though, I'm reflecting on my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. And I can't count the amount of times on my hand that I've sat there and cried my eyes out to a Lady Gaga song or got in my feels about really much that she's sung about. Well, Donatella doesn't do that for you. <laughs> But I can count not enough fingers for Beyonce. That's because you're not blonde, skinny and rich. The music doesn't speak to you. I'm more urban. (laughs) You are. No, but like, you know, let's talk about like album four. There was like one plus one. I care. I miss you. Mm -hmm. Should I go on? Then there was Sasha Fierce. There's like scared of lonely. Hello. Halo. Mm. How can we go past? Like there's some really iconic tracks there. And whoever wrote them must have been really deeply emotional. <laughs> I think she must have something to say, like, in the process, I'm sure. I'm going to back her on that. She's, You know what, though? When you're spread so thin as, as a, like, a whole musical artist extraordinaire. Sure. You can't be doing everything. Okay. You know. But you could do, you know, your own music. <laughs> on that point, though, I just want to ask, have you never listened to... Million Reasons, Shallow, Till It Happens to You. Are you forgetting about those in your weird selective memory of emotional ballads that Gaga's busted out over the years? Well, I maybe I'm forgetting about those because I'm too busy going back to Beyonce's birth on the musical scene at through Destiny's Child, which okay. I think is something that we need to note. Destiny's Child was a game-breaking, absolute pinnacle Mm. of female pop music mm-hmm. for the time. Sure. Independent Woman was number one on the Billboard charts for 11 weeks on a, in a row. Okay. Now, I understand that that's not Beyonce's solo album, but hello. That kind of was... <laughs> hello. That put her on the map. Yeah. To then open the doors to be able to do that. She was only 16 when her the first song, Bills, 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 hit the Billboard charts. Mm. That's massive. See, wh- I'm hearing you. Yeah. What I am hearing is that she had to rely on the help of two other people to make it big. <laughs> Whereas Gaga just seemed to do that by herself. Well, I mean, we could say that, but then we could also say that in 2003, when Dangerously in Love was released, her first solo album, I think the proof was in the pudding that she wasn't relying on anyone, Dove. <laughs> she was the lead the whole time, and oh, that's why Dangerously yeah. in Love actually is now multi-platinum and she won five Grammys from that, from her first solo album. That's just like how I'm hitting the ground running at five Grammys. Mm. Like Everyone said, oh, look, it's that chick from Destiny's Child. <laughs> She's made it big. Good for her. Dangerously in Love also had Crazy in Love on it, which can I say is now ranked as one of the most played songs around the world ever of all time. Really? Swallow that one. Well, I would just like to say that I did a bit of Spotify research because... You know, that's where we all listen to our music. Yeah. Do you know what Gaga's most listened to song is? Mm. Born This Way? Shallow. Really? 1.7 billion. Do you know what Beyonce's is? What? 
Halo 1.3. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's tough, isn't it? That is a bit tough. <laughs> that is a bit tough. But I'm not worried. You're not? No, because I'm going to now enter the next category for you and absolutely just take this home. Yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's talk about the performance. Sure. Now, there is a long list of Beyonce live performances. Oh, well, lucky, because Gaga's never performed live, has she? Show-stopping performances. I think like we obviously can't go past Coachella or Baychella, as we know. Would you say that's her top performance? Yes. And why is that? Because I just think the showmanship that goes into that, and if you watch the Homecoming documentary, you can see how much work actually goes into something like that. And the fact that she is a part of the whole process and has such creative control over every element and every last detail mm. and thought that went into it is so calculated is just, it's really quite amazing what mm. she can do. Yeah. Sure. From costumes to, you know, dancers to the stage layout to everything from like how all the music will flow into each other and blah 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 like there's a lot going on there mm -hmm. and I know that a part of you wants to agree but I know but that I shan't I know that you're <laughs> saying very tight-lipped but that performance will go down as like one of the best in history on Coachella for a second that was not the year that Beyonce was supposed to perform was it no it was the year after and see for me a performer I feel like the golden rule is the show goes on. Right. She was supposed to perform the year before, but the show did not go on, did it? Well, no, because she's actually a woman of quite responsibility. No. And she was carrying two small children in her belly. Would you go on a stage and dance with your big belly? Absolutely. I do it every night. And put your twin's life at risk. And when Beyonce pulled out with no notice, <laughs> very unprofessionally... <laughs> Thank God there was one woman called Lady Gaga to swoop in and save the day like the certified mm. professional that she is. Mm. Mm -mm. And um, as an attendee of that show, can I just say, lacklustre. <laughs> lacklustre and mediocre. I've watched the tapes. We both know that's not true. <laughs> but no, Beyonce definitely goes on to have a million other amazing performances like the Super Bowl halftime show, the Billboard Awards where she performed Run the World. There's kind of really no one else that does it like her. See, I feel like, sure, she does what she does well, but she just dances. Gaga goes on stage to surprise. Can she dance, though? Of course she can. What? She dances like her limbs are disjointed, but I think that's better for the people because that's how we all dance. She's very thumbs and kicks. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. If there's any Seinfeld fans out there in that episode where Elaine's got the thumbs and the kicks, like it's very like <laughs> erratic. I don't I know wanna, if that's I don't know if that's a skill. I want to talk about Gaga surprising and delighting on stage. Such as? The mind goes to 2009 VMA's paparazzi when she was suspended from the air with blood pouring out <laughs> of her eyes as a message to the fame-hungry paparazzis that spoil the lives of so many artists. Oh, so she can't handle the fame. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. 2011 Grammys where she was born from an egg on stage. <laughs> yeah. And my personal favourite... South by Southwest 2014. Have you seen this? No. No, not many people have. So it was a show sponsored by Doritos. It's, <laughs> for me, the best Gaga performance because it's so fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Which I think, again, surprise and delight. 
She's on the stage for about an hour, completely off her head. Gorge. Like, I've never seen anyone as fucked in my life. Unprofessional. Gets up onto a mechanical bull without missing a beat. Another woman called Millie jumps up on the bull with her and starts vomiting black milk all over her chest. Oh, my God. That's shocking. Yeah, shockingly bad. It's groundbreaking. See, I'm like, give me a polished choreograph dance with like a great backdrop that interacts with you and like something like that's shocking to me vanilla you know or bring out your awesome husband on stage you could do that Mm. as well talk about the husband what has he ever done except cheat on her no no can we just circle back to their on the run tour that tour was a 260 million dollar extravaganza and can i say as someone who went lackluster get fucked (laughs) You can't say that. I've watched it many a times, <laughs> crying my eyes out. Oh, uh, it was I was left wanty. Really? For real? <laughs> Look at me like hurt by that. No. <laughs> well, I'll just quickly throw to you then. Has Lady Gaga ever just just curious? Mm. Has Lady Gaga um you know, I'm just like so I'm gonna throw a random question. Okay. Has she ever um performed at the inauguration of Barack Obama to Michelle and Directly no. and sung to them directly she in hasn't. front of the whole of the United States and the world. She hasn't. And do you know why? It's because she's a woman of the people and she's too busy performing it, say, the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> so stick that up your ass. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, another question. Yeah. Um, how many movies has Lady Gaga been in? Do you know? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and run you through every credit that Gaga's ever had, but there's two of note. Because there's none. (laughs) A Star is Born. Mm -hmm. House of Gucci. And now I know that's a leading question and you're going to now tell me how many Beyonce's been in. Oh, look, no, I'm not leading you anywhere, darling. Down the garden path. Delivering the facts. Sure. No, look, I mean, when we talk about the category of performance, obviously there's stage, there's dance, there's this, but there's also on screen. And let's just say Lady B has been, you know, quite successful in such feature length, amazing blockbuster films such as Austin Powers Gold Member. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, where she Hard played. Hard hitting dramas. <laughs> she played the um, glorious and sexy Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, after that, she went on to actually perform in an amazing film, one of my faves, Dreamgirls, mm-hmm. where she played the a character of, I guess, the representation of who of Diana Ross or who would have been Diana Ross. Amazing. And then the, the obviously huge thing to come out of that was the song Listen, which if you haven't cried to the song Listen, then you haven't lived. Mm. Which is like the shit version of And I'm Telling You. From that movie, correct? I mean, you know, each to their own, if you're more into that. Jennifer Hudson's not on trial here. Jennifer Hudson, kind of, you know, um, secondary Beyonce stand-in kind of vibe. Like, yeah, jokes, love you, Jay. Jay Hud. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, after that, it just was like hit after hit after hit, such as Lion King, Voice of Nala. Mm, The worst movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) And another great one, which how can you forget, Pink Panther. How could you? Another really great storyline. On the tip of my tongue. (laughs) I guess my response to that would be, Gaga's a lady of quality, not always quantity. Mm. And she's the one who was nominated for an Oscar. 
Mm. Which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> while Beyonce's running around putting her voice to a scary animated lioness, Gaga's busy sweeping awards. Mm. Did she sweep the award? <laughs> she was in the race. Did she, though? Yeah. It must coming. be nice to nominate, be nominated for one thing. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> That's nice. Well, could we move along now to the Lukes? The Lukes? The Lukes. <laughs> the Lukes? Which I think is what can really make or break a pop star. Do you agree with that? I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, the looks are important. Yeah, so we're agreeing for once. She's got to turn it out. Got to turn it. And I think that exciting, interesting, never before seen, mm. shit on it, put it in a blender, <laughs> is sort of what Gaga was saying to describe her own looks on this earth in her short time. Yeah, pick it up at Vic Market. <laughs> 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 I know to whom you're referring. Yeah, and that's it's not my girl. That's obviously Frank Fernandez's meat dress. Mm. Funny that... That comes straight to mind because I think that was the idea. Look, I see your meat dress. Mm. I'd like to raise you high fashion. Okay. I guess the best look for me for Beyonce or one of like is some of her red carpets, like Met Gala vibes. Mm -hmm. When she was in Givenchy in that sort of like sheer, the high pony and you kind of just embellished all over, you could see through. Heaven. She also wore like a Givenchy all black with the black netting over her face, I think the year after. Double heaven. Like, I think there's just an element of chic. Sure. That I'm obsessed with. <laughs> do you not think that Gaga can do chic? I think she can do something. Okay. It's unique. <laughs> That's for sure. While we're talking about the Met Gala, mm. I just want to touch on an outfit. I'm not sure if you're familiar. <laughs> Brandon Maxwell's four looks in one pink dress down to a black underwear. Do you know anything about that look? No, I don't actually think I can recall it. Well, I'll give you a bit of a picture. She came down with a harem of men down the Met steps in an enormous pink gown, which was revealed again and again and again to be something more iconic each time. And I would like to just remind you... I feel attacked. <laughs> ...that this look was a pop culture phenomenon and was mimicked many, many times, including <laughs> One Halloween by yours truly. <laughs> anyway, Care to comment? Have, have you guys seen the Hold Up film clip in the yellow dress? <laughs> really famous as well. For those wondering, I'm going to post Adrian's version of that Brandon Maxwell number on the story this week. Oh, I wouldn't kill you to post something. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, but aside from that, like just the general aesthetic of Beyonce's, you know, you can't really go wrong. Like we've got that big blow away hair in a fan kind of look. Like mm. when I think hair in a fan, I think Beyonce. Like that's a, yeah. that's a look. Find a silhouette that works and don't change it ever for anything interesting or different. Little waist, big thighs. That's it. <laughs> That's my girl. What a look. That's how I like my girls. <laughs> Before we continue with this episode, we want to take a quick second to talk to you about this week's sponsor, which is Waverly LED and Facials. That's right, that's right. You may have heard us or already seen us visiting this gorgeous little clinic for some 
pamper time because <laughs> God knows we need it. Absolutely. Two busy girls looking weary on occasion. Bu- that's right. Busy, busy queer girls. So Waverly LED and Facials is actually run and owned by a LGBTQIA plus member of the community, mm. uh, which is huge for the for the crew. <laughs> and why we love them. And why we love them. That's right. So they are a very inclusive of gender and age and sexual orientation. So we really have lent into these guys and love going there for all our beauty treatments. Absolutely. So we went and got a gorgeous LED facial. They also offer oxygen facials, hydro jelly masks, which we can say firsthand are kind of iconic. That jelly on my face. <sighs> can't get it like can't get over it. I just love a big sticky load being dropped on my face every now and again, you know. <laughs> Cold sticky load. <laughs> Besides that, obviously, traditional facials, freshen ups, pamper seshes, the list goes on. So the LED therapy is perfect if you've got that super sensitive skin because you can tone down or turn up the strength, which we love because obviously everyone's skin's different. Mm. No two pots and lids are the same as we know (laughs) in our community. Stop trying to stick a square peg into a round hole. That's right. So it's pain-free, non-invasive, perfect for every single skin type. So if you are in the market for a facial or if you're not, Head there anyway. I think the thing for me, though, moving now forward to the next category, Mm. you can have the looks, Mm. your pretty face, but... (laughs) Which we do. (laughs) If you don't have the fan base to back you up on that Mm -hmm. and hype you, then, you know, pretty much if you don't have a beehive buzzing behind you, ready to sting at any moment... Mm. Girl, you can have your meat dress. means nothing. <laughs> well, we do. <laughs> I think there's no denying that both of these girls have a couple of fans behind them. Mm. Who has the strongest fan base? I would say Beyonce. See, I'm going to say Gaga and I'm going to tell you why. Hit me. Beyonce is not a person. <laughs> Beyonce is a manufactured entity. That has no emotion <laughs> or anything to relate to. Gaga's a real bitch. Yeah, She's real got a big nose and big dreams. <laughs> and people love her for it. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think that's why her fans connect to her on a much deeper level than... And it's a shame for Beyonce because we'd love to know her. I would love to get to know what she's really like behind closed doors, but we never will. Don't come skanking around my side of the tracks now. <laughs> You're not welcome here. Don't say you want to get to know her now. No, look, I'm not going to agree with you because I'm not allowed to, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the rules of the game. It's not the rules of the episode, but I think there is a something to be noted in Beyonce's perfection at all times. That is must be exhausting for her and her fans are in her corner no matter what and she never lets them down like yes there's maybe something real in <coughs> Coachella <laughs> there may be something <laughs> real about Lady Gaga but I think at the end of the day Beyonce is steps up to the plate every single time for her fans they are loyal they loyal to the to a point of 254 million followers on Instagram and along with that, some really public displays from, you know, other celebrities or musicians in the industry who openly say that, like, hand on heart, you know, that they are Beyonce fans through and through, such as Adele, quote, Queen B, 
till the day I die. Blake Lively, I want Beyonce to be the mother of my children. Nicki Minaj, I learned so much from her every time we work together. And oh, another person. Lady Gaga, quote, I lost faith working with some artists in the industry until I did telephone. I've never laughed so hard on a video set in my life. Wow. Laughing at yourself, more like it. <laughs> Look, I will take the 254 whatever followers. It's a hard number to say. It's so big. Yeah. yeah and I'll just raise you again, quality over quantity, <laughs> 52.3, much more devoted fans. Is that all? That's pretty, that's quite a difference, isn't it? <laughs> yep, it is, but I'm not worried. Oh, yes. And tell me more about these fans. So the little monsters, mm. they are the ones who are encouraged to be nothing but themselves, as flawed as they may be, mm. because that's the brand that she's created and that's what people get behind. And I think what makes people rally behind Gaga is the fact that she pushes you like Beyonce never could <laughs> to celebrate your authentic self. Mm. Well, it really depends on what that definition of authentic self is. But anyway. Does it? Pause down. Am I right? <laughs> on that, the final category for today is the activist, mm. which is the person who, I guess, campaigns the most for, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. Do you care to elaborate a little bit more on what you're sort of alluding to there about this authentic self in brackets? Yeah, so there's a little song called Born This Way. Mm, never heard of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there'd be a few videos out there of you crying to this song, even though you have openly said on this very program that you've never cried to a Gaga song, which, as I was just talking about, is the celebration of you being you. Okay. If that's not activism, I'm not sure what is. Mm. And does she do anything else? She does. She actually has a foundation named after that song called the Born This Way Foundation, which its sole purpose is to support struggling youths around the globe. Okay. What does Beyonce actually have that sort of is in line with that, would you say? Um, So, although Lady Gaga supports people to be the authentic self, and I'm assuming this is the LGBTQIA plus community that they're referring to, in the most part, correct. Yeah. Beyonce actually campaigns more for people of colour and the black community. Mm. A noble cause, I'll give her that. Yeah. Equal, both equally as important. <laughs> but I think you'll find that Beyonce actually is probably one of the biggest campaigners, especially for female black culture. Mm-hmm. Everything that she does and a lot of her music and, um, you know, especially in the last kind of like decade of stuff that she's done has been very, very much focused on that. Most recently, she has released Black is King, um, which is a huge push for the equality of the black community in the USA um, and was a visual album. Um, This kind of came off the back of like a lot of obviously issues around um, police violence within the black community um, and unfair sort of court rulings and things like that. Beyonce actually even wrote into like a court at one point to sort of get um, charges dropped um, and police 
reprimanded for their violent behavior. So she's very much in the scene, very much making noise about it, kicking up a fuss. So she's a good chick. Everything she does pretty much is an ode to black history and culture Mm -hmm. in some way. There is some connection, like the homecoming um, documentary that she made um, and the Coachella performance, that all had connections to sort of black culture and the um, university bands and all that, that all represent the black community. There you go. So Beyonce does a lot of activism to support herself, whereas Gaga does a lot to support <laughs> a separate minority group that she just knows needs help. Well, that I to think... me feels a lot more selfless. Well, I think it's important to sort of, you know, have some credibility behind you if you're going to try and help <laughs> some people. Has Lady Gaga ever been in a relationship with a woman? She has said that she's hooked up with women in the past. On the piss. Let's be honest, who hasn't here? (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to talk about one in particular speech where she won International Video of the Year and her acceptance speech said, thanks to God and the gays. And I also like to just mention that she won with Poker Face and Beat Single Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) when that happened. But that was obviously very early in her career, Poker Face Days. She has, from day dot, fought so hard for your rights and my rights around the globe, and I just don't think that can be ignored. Well, you know, I mean, to to further your point, like, it would be silly... Please do further my point. (laughs) It would be silly of me to back Lady Gaga because that would just be helping myself. It's important that I back a cause... You know, for someone else, like um, black female women. <laughs> so well, I'm supporting there, Beyonce <laughs> in that stance. So that's how I feel. Anyway, look, I think aside from all of that, there's obviously some things you've touched on there that I can see your points. But mm. I think overall, when you think about the music, the performance, the fans, the looks. What you is know, this your closing statement now? The activism... When you tie it all together, the 254 million followers, you can't go past the Queen herself, the Michael Jackson of our generation, the... A million reasons of Gaga. (laughs) Beyonce, Giselle Knowles-Carter, thank you so much for coming, is the winner of today's (laughs) segment. It's been great. It's time to go, Beyonce. It's time to drown in the shallows, Lady Gaga. (laughs) And on that note, guys, that is all we've got time for in this Battle Royale. I'm out of punches. I'm on the floor. I've been king hit. I've never fought with you so much. No. And, you know, it's just nice to feel the victory in my in my blood. But um, <laughs> No. Well, I think we're going to let the fans decide. I think we should. So if this is the first time you're listening to us, please head to Message on the Machine on Instagram and give us a follow because we will be posting uh, the ability for you guys to have your say on this matter. And also, if you did like this episode, let us know because we might do a couple more of these. Mm, maybe. Can't wait for the next Smackdown. Once this ep is over, make sure that you hit follow or subscribe or whatever it says on the platform you're listening on and leave us a five-star rating and a glowing review because we just like to hear that you like us. Absolutely. And that is how we grow. So help us grow. Mm. Nurture us. Nurture you. Yeah. You know? I am a grower. I'm a shower. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the next battle. <laughs> and on that note, this telephone's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Good luck out there, guys. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. 
This episode was brought to you by Waverly LED and Facials.